Hi folks, this is Audacity and Love and Life, and I'm your host, Sean Matos. Uh, tonight, we went out to, uh, my friends and I went out to Oceans Resorts Top Golf, uh, and then we went to Nola's Bar, and then we went to Wahlburgers to have burgers, and then walked around and uh, finally got home, and I, I, you know, it was like, the last hurrah in case I don't get weekends off, um, with this job. And, uh, you know, I met a lot of people on Wednesday. I had to go in and do some paperwork because they tried emailing me some paperwork and I don't know, it just wouldn't go through or something. It wasn't coming to me. So I had to drive to, uh, Atlantic city in person. And then when I got there, the computer was down and I had to wait around, and then I left, and I had to come back, and finally got the paperwork done. So anyway, uh, so we went out tonight for a last hurrah. We did this seafood boil thing, and um, I, I'll tell you, man, I, I just love, I love being with my friends, and there's nothing better than, like, laughing so hard that you're crying and you can't breathe, and your stomach's killing you, and you just can't stop laughing, and, you know, like, and we just go on and on and on, and it's just, it's unreal, like, literally, I thought at one point, I got so dizzy from laughing so hard and crying and stuff that I really thought I was gonna pass the hell out, <laughs> so, one of the things, you know, like I said, I have problems with pronunciation and stuff, so, um, we have a friend, and her name is Amadis, but I always call her Amadis. <laughs> and I'm trying to tell them a story, and uh, and I'm saying Amadis, Amadis, and they're like, you know, they kind of knew what I was talking about, but they were like, who the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> So it became this whole big thing. Um, and of course, you know, even though they they said the right way to say it was ominous, I still continue to say Hammett. So um, then there's some other shit we were telling stories about. But uh, um, it, it's just so fucking like, you know, you have to be in with everything, the joke. Otherwise, it's not funny for you. But it was hilarious for us, some stuff that, you know, I'm always the, you know, like the fucking brunt of jokes usually. <laughs> and I don't mind that because I usually, you know, am the one that kind of like uh, picks on people and makes fun of them, you know, just as a jest, just to get them to laugh and stuff like that. But... Um, so yeah, we had a great time, man. Like I am like, it was a last minute kind of a thing. I think it was the other day. I think it was Wednesday night. I was talking to Kelly and stuff and, and I was like, yeah. And I've been wanting to do top golf for the longest time and we didn't do it. <laughs> we ended up like, I ended up reserving a suite and it was like, we were just talking and having such a good time that we didn't want to like, you know, like fuck up the flow of things, you know? So we just said, fuck it, let somebody else have our reservation. And we went to Nola's and shot the shit and walked around and, you know. And I didn't know, like, I don't know why the chef said that I'll be 
cooking for Nola's and uh, the Avil Lounge because Nola's doesn't have any food. <laughs> Maybe I'm like, I'm like, oh, we can order food, and they're like, no, we don't serve food here. Well, what the fuck am I going to be working as a cook in this place? Is this guy one of these cooks jokes or what? You know, so I don't know. I think they're going to be trying to serve stuff. I think that's what they're thinking about. Um, so, and the Avil Lounge was like really packed. I went up there and showed my friends and it was, it was really packed tonight. So my assumption is I'll never have a weekend off in my life if that's the case. Um, but I don't know, you know, like, I don't know if I'm going to be there or not because I just uh, got a possible better job opportunity um, staying home doing work remotely for a huge corporation that, uh, you know, one of my friend's kid daughter started out three years ago and she's now making six figures um, and, you know, they move you pretty much really quick up the ladder and they are desperate for, you know, good workers and everything. And so it was recommended that I submit a resume and, you know, I could possibly be making really good money in another year or two or three. And uh, so I might just do that just in case. It's always good to always have a backup plan. I mean, I do... I am looking forward to cooking and learning stuff and but it is hard work and I'm not a young puppy anymore so you know I I need to have a backup plan if you hear any noise I got the massager on my neck um it's not the vibrator <laughs> uh I don't actually the vibrator still there's a vibrator that I won at uh what was it Sharky's, I guess it was Sharky's in Williamstown or whatever, um, going to Sexy Bingo, and, uh, some, I don't know, I met this woman, and through a business thing, and she was like, she's mad, she was married, and she was, you know, she's like, oh, her and her family wanted me to go to Sexy Bingo with them, so I was like, well, what the fuck, you know, I ain't doing nothing tonight, fuck it. So I went and, you know, she was like all over me, kissing all over me and everything. Her and her husband had a fight, you know, and so we had, you know, we did this sexy bingo thing and everything. And then they, they dared us to French kiss, you know, they dare you to do shit when you wing bingo sometimes and stuff. And then, uh, so I picked out this huge vibrator. It's still in the package. I keep trying to give it away to people, and I think they're afraid of it. But uh, so anyway, so that's the vibrator I'm talking about when I say shit about the vibrating or stuff. But uh, um, yeah, I, I'm just gonna make sure I have a backup plan. I'm I'm used to working three jobs at a time, so this is a you know. You know, like doing this cook thing, I don't imagine I'll be able to do anything more than serve subpoenas and stuff um, during my time off, you know, um, or uh, I don't know, helping find witnesses or whatever, you know, maybe getting still getting witness statements from people or whatever, you know, but uh, 
I always do, I always have a side hustle. It's just who I am because I like to live um, a certain way. And the only way you got to do that is, you know, making sure you're always trying to find a way to have the money flowing in, you know. So, and being single and, and always being the one that's helping other people out, you know, I really don't have anybody to go to for help and I, I probably do, but I, I just, I just not that kind of person. I just prefer, uh, to do things on my own so nobody can ever say, you know, anything <laughs> that they did anything for me, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, um... Anyway, what a fantastic night. Like, I cannot remember. I mean, I always laugh. We always laugh and have a good time. And But tonight was especially, like, not planned. Last minute, I was talking to Kelly, and I'm like, we got to do go Top Golf, man. I want to do that before, you know, I have to start working weekends and stuff like that. And, like, we have a – we're probably going to get together and party – uh, when the 15th, I think it was or something there oceans and get hotel rooms. And I don't know if I'll be working or not, but I'll just bring a change of clothes. And, and when I get off work, just party with them and just stay there and, you know, just have my friends take at, take care of my dogs for, for the day or whatever the, while I'm away and shit. And uh, have a good time with them, you know. But when we get together last minute, not plan, you know, well in advance kind of stuff, it always seems like we just have even a better time, you know. And I love those times when it's just like off the cuff. Let's do this. And shit works out. Unfortunately, some people couldn't show up, you know, because it was last minute and everything. And that's going to happen. But um, Jeff, I just like fucking you know love when it turns out to be such a fantastic fun time and uh like the waitress at Wahlburgers remembered us from last time <laughs> and I was busting Kelly's balls because we went into Villains and Saints and um Kelly and I went into the bathroom and she was drunk off her ass and like so I'm like, Kelly, are you all right? And I hear <laughs> she fell asleep on the toilet and villains and saints. <laughs> so I'm like, Kelly, are you all right? <laughs> I'm like, Kelly, you're sleeping, you know. And then finally another friend came in and you know, we got her we got her woken up. <laughs> She don't remember that. She don't remember falling asleep in Wahlburgers. Um, she don't remember a lot of the things we did the last time we got together before this time. So what happened? So the thing, the plan is because she was so screwed up on moonshine and she literally hogged up the jar of moonshine that nobody else could get to it, that um, she paid the, the horrible price of not remembering anything because she was too drunk and was falling asleep everywhere and then threw her guts up later when she got back to the hotel room. So our plan is to do a redo of her birthday celebration so she can actually remember what the fuck happened. So that's our plan for like the 15th or whatever to spend the weekend or at least a night, you know, 
partying and dan and two we didn't get to dance like when we get together we go dancing and uh we didn't get to dance so that's something we want to do and you know the nightclub there is supposed to be open after a renovation so and there's a couple guys that we want to see that are you know pretty good um that are going to be there so hopefully it'll work out and it'll work out for me hopefully to work and and I'm not too tired and my feet don't kill me and you know cuz you know it is it is hard work you know kitchen work is hard work so so we'll see what happens man but uh you know if not this is my last hurrah this night and it what a hurrah it was such a nice time it's just a fantastic time uh, and if I get this other job, I will be, if I get this other job, I'm going to try and do both and then do the process serving and whatever, uh, when I, you know, when they call me, cause it's not something that's steady. It's like, you know, and they always call me when it's a hard to find person that needs to be subpoenaed and shit. And I don't know if I've ever told any of anybody about how I do subpoenas, but the reason why I'm like a hundred percent knock on wood, wherever wood is, my head, I guess. Um hundred percent when I get sent out to serve a subpoena on somebody, um, I get my people, you know. And the subpoena services, they'll send them out five, six, seven times and they don't get them, you know. But I do crazy shit like fucking wrap the subpoena in a gift box and or a gift envelope or you know deliver flowers to them with the fucking subpoena in it um so i do crazy shit like that and like i i had to serve somebody at the motor vehicles and every time subpoena service got there they would tell tell them oh no she's not here or whatever so I found her, what she looked like on Facebook, and I got right into her line, pretended like I had motor vehicle paperwork and served her there. Um, she was not a happy camper. Um, there was a couple that was avoiding subpoena service, and uh, they lived out in like Williamstown or something. <clears throat> and they had a ring camera, so every time the subpoena service would come, you know, they would just not answer the door or whatever. And they lived with their, the girl's sister. So I showed up, wrap the subpoena in a gift box. Cause I saw that on Facebook, she's having a, um, baby shower coming up because she's pregnant. So I pretended like I was a friend of a friend and, you know, I was on my way somewhere and, and needed to drop it off to her, you know, the gift off to her, and uh, the neighbor's like, oh, you can leave it with me. I said, no, I can't because, you know, I, I'm responsible for this gift. I don't know what's in it, but I promised that I would hand it to her directly or somebody in the house that lives there. So I hung out for like an hour. She's like, oh, they'll be home in like 4.30, 5 o'clock. And I said, really? Oh, man, awesome. I'll come back. So I came back and a sister had gotten home. So, um you know, I told the sister, hey, look, I was told to drop this gift off and, you know, I want to make sure that your sister gets it and, you know, 
And she goes, oh, no, I'll definitely get her. Oh, she'll be so happy. <laughs> so inside the subpoena, when they open it, it says, gotcha. <laughs> I wrote gotcha on it <laughs> because they were such a pain in the ass. And they were, when I went and knocked on their door, I looked up at the camera and the light comes on when somebody's watching. And they were literally like watching me. So I had to, I had to act out this whole thing with this, this neighbor to make sure like, she, you know, that they were listening in that I was here to drop this gift off. You know, I'm on my way out of town and, you know, I really need to give this to her so I can get going. And, you know, oh, uh, God, what else did I do? There was a there was a a uh, two people in Salem area. They were running this uh, shitty fucking church that was advertising for people to pay so much money and they help you through your addictions or whatever. They fucked, they fucked people over with their money basically. And the thing is that I had to serve him and he's, they're like ministers. They're like, you know, pretending they're fucking Christians and shit. Um, and they're the worst type of people. I can't stand fucking fake ass religious people, period. I just, I'm not into a religion. I can go do a whole podcast on that shit. Um, so anyway, so I had to serve this old man and go to, I went to his house and he was working on cars. So I go up to him and I'm, you know, and I could see that he like does mechanic work on the side, you know? So I'm like, Hey, and he goes, yeah, what are you doing here? I said, Oh, you know, somebody referred me to you for mechanical stuff and everything. And, and I said, what you working on? Oh, I'm working on the brakes here. I said, Oh man, you know, like that's a tough job man. Blah, 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 you know? And he goes, what you got in your hand? I said, oh, yeah, by the way, this is, they told me to give this to you, um, too. And so I handed it to him. And now I'm like, I got to get out of here because I got to get to her house, which is like two miles up the street, before he sees this paperwork with her name on it and calls her to warn her about me, you know. So as we're, I'm walking to my car, shooting the shit with him, and he's walking to the door, and he sees that he pulls the paperwork out, and he sees it. Then he hurry up, and he goes inside. So I'm like, fuck, he's going to call her. So I'm hopping. I'm speeding up the fucking road. I go to her house, and I go to the, it's a big, beautiful fucking house. I go to the back door, to the back deck, and there's sliding doors, and I look through the sliding door, and she has the curtains drawn away from the door so you can see inside into her kitchen. And she's on the phone with him. And she looks at me. And she says, go away. And I said, oh, I'm not going anywhere, you know. And she says, I'm not answering the door. And then she comes and she, um, she goes, I'm going to call the cops. And I said, oh, please do. Because that always helps me make the situation even quicker. Because I just tell them, look, I'm... It's le you know, I'm here for legal work, and that is to serve her with a subpoena or whatever. So um, she comes up and she close she closes the <laughs> she closes the the uh, the curtain across the fucking sliding door, so I can't see in. Then I hear what sounds like her going into the garage. So she's trying to make her getaway. So I run back behind the garage. And she's opening the door to get her car out. And she's pulling, like, the string to open the door for the garage. 
So I'm trying to hand it to her. And she goes, I'm not, no, 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 no. So finally she closes the garage door and I slide the subpoena underneath the door before it closes and she slides it back. And I said, you touched it. That's legal service. You touched it. You, so basically, you know, I got shit like that that happened. Um, I just love serving subpoenas. I love doing process serving I love finding people that they can't find to serve and just doing outside of the box bullshit in order to get them, you know, uh, served basically, you know? Um, and that's why, you know, when they have when one, at least one, I used to do it for another lawyer too, but, um, this one particular lawyer, I usually do most of my work with, um, and, uh, what else? I do. I just fucking, I'm a hustler. I'm a buck hustler. <laughs> you know, I take, uh, I take clients to their medical transportation stuff for personal injury, uh, whenever they need me. And, uh, I would love to do this like full time all the time, but it's just sporadic work here and there. So I just take it when I get it. And, you know, uh, let me see. It's just, anyway, so. Ow, oh, my, oh, my shoulder. Oh, shit. Um, I guess I'll be working two jobs. I don't know if I can. If I can do it. I don't know if that's going to work or not. Because this job, this other job, I think, is it's remote from the house. I won't have to go anywhere. Um, so I'll may you know, I'll save money time on, I'll save time, uh, gas, tolls, you know, union dues, I'll save all that kind of money. Um, but also the atmosphere is what I love about the casino. I love staying home and working, but I do like to get out too, you know, and be on the road or whatever. So it might feel like I'm being imprisoned in my home or something. I don't know. Um, and it is it's just a different type of work it's dry work it really is dry <laughs> but it's money it's a money making thing like i could literally within less than three years probably make uh you know well over a hundred and something thousand dollars or so um a year you know which is like you know double what i'm used to making or a little, little over that, actually, because I think it's like a hundred and ten or twenty thousand that I can work myself up to within the three years or something like that. I don't know. So we'll see what happens, man. I'm just babbling now because I'm starting to feel fucking tired and faded, and you know, drunk. No, I'm not drunk. I'm not really drunk. I only had uh, a beer, and I don't know what the fuck Kelly was drinking. She didn't like it. I took over. I took over her drink. <laughs> uh, and then I drank Coke for the next, uh, you know, couple of hours because I, I was the driver, so I want to make sure I sober up and shit. Like, I'm just exhausted. Anyway. So, <clears throat> I met a bunch of cool people uh, at the casinos on Wednesday when I was there to do the paperwork. And then, of course, tonight, uh, I talked to a couple people and... Uh, they seem to love their job, man. You know, it seems like a real cool place to work. So, 
probably one of the best casinos that I'll ever work at because the other places sucked. I, although I can say this, Tropicana was like family. They really were, you know. Um, so that that really was like family. And um, when I worked at Trump Plaza, you know, there was quite a few of us. We were like family too. So um, it just really depends. But at, at, And that was more the workers and the supervisors, not necessarily the casino itself you know but this casino seems like it's you know make your employees happy and they will love working and they will produce um you know for you too you know and i i believe that I truly believe you if you treat your employees right they're gonna be more productive they're gonna be happier and they're gonna make the customers happy and that's really what you want you know, and, and I was a manager when I was 18 of Hess gas station shift manager. And I remember like my style was, I work along with the people that are, you know, were working under me, but it wasn't like I was, they, I was above them. I treated them like an equal. So, but there were situations obviously that you're not, going to be an equal, you know, but, um, for the most part, if somebody needed a day off, I would give it to them. Like there was a couple guys that wanted to go kayaking. It was a beautiful day. So I called somebody else in. I said, go, go have good time and whatever, you know, and anytime I needed anything because I did that for them and others, they would jump and if they got into the weeds, I jumped in and I pumped gas for them or whatever. Like I had no problem doing whatever I needed to do. So we worked as a team, you know, and nobody was stressing out because they felt like they were working more than others or whatever, you know, and just, it, it was like a family. It really was. And, uh, and I found that that worked, you know, there was another shift manager. He wouldn't jump in to help for anything. He was always just ordering people around. He was an asshole. Total ass. I couldn't stand him. Um, and nobody could. Nobody could stand him. And that just, he didn't win any friends, certainly. You know, he didn't win any any workers um, on his side to ever support him in his time of need, you know, because he was never there for them in their time of need. So, you know. But, uh... So we'll see what happens, man. I'm just uh, happy I had such a good time tonight and and that I picked up a possible lead for another job, a possibly better job financially. I don't know about better and will I love it more than cooking or not, you know what I mean? But at this point, it's always better to keep every path open for... Uh, you know, for financial success and also happiness. And if I can do both jobs so I can be happy and make buku bucks, then, you know, I would like to buy another vehicle and get rid of my one vehicle. I want a van. I miss my van. So, but I want a van that's going to cost me like $50,000, $60,000. So, <laughs> so um, that's my dream. <laughs> I might have to live in it, but that's my dream. <laughs> so I can travel in it and do things. And it's just, you know, 
the most practical vehicle I ever bought. And and then I love my Subaru because it's fun as fucking hell. And it can beat shit and snow and rain and everything else. And I love that about it, you know. So, anyhow, babble babble. I'm going to bed. I'll talk to you guys later. Have a good one.